welcome to the Baby Led Movement podcast, where we talk about child development, parenting, and everything in between. I'm your host and friendly neighborhood chiropractor, Lauren Jordan. Okay, welcome to week four, friends. Thank you so much for being here with me. We are going to talk about four months and what that developmentally means for your baby. So we talked about three months and we talked about why we're talking about all of this already. So if you haven't heard those developmental milestones, please refer back to the previous episodes. So at four months, some serious things are taking place. One, I'm sure you've heard of a four-month sleep regression. And again, if you um, didn't listen to last episode, we kind of talked about the app, the Wonder Weeks app. And so let's kind of refer back to that here for just a sec. And if you don't have this app, maybe it would be a good thing to have. Like I said in the previous episode, my husband and I sometimes would look at each other like, why is our son being crazy right now? And it was normally um, coincided with with a leap. So this app talks about cognitive um, milestones, basically. So it's the baby-led movement kind of view of the brain. So, hey, that's like what we're talking about, only musculoskeletally, right? So um, right around four months, baby will begin leap number four. And in this, the big, the big theme of this leap is events. So the baby will be able to see as far as we can. The baby will be grabbing things without missing. So say goodbye to swiping. I'm sure you guys have seen a baby kind of like swipe at something and, um, you know, kind of hit it or swat at it, I guess, or miss it. You know, it's just kind of a learning experience. But now baby will be able to grab, which is super cool. And um, baby will be able to see events happening. So before the sleep, Um, of events, the baby would perceive it like as like waving would be an individual smooth transition. Now baby will be able to understand that a hand gesture going from right to left is one event. So I know that's kind of hard for us to grasp, but baby will also be babbling during this. And this is, this is typically, again, all leaps kind of have their own, their own theme of what baby is you know, developing and learning, but they usually go side by side with um, being more fussy, more clingy, maybe grumpy, maybe sleeping poorly, things like that. So that's what's going on in the brain, according to the app that I highly recommend. Again, it's called Wonder Weeks. Good, good app. Really, really a good uh, tool for you. So what else is going on? Let's talk muscles and joints. That's like my favorite thing. So at four months, let's talk about baby on the back first. In this episode, we're going to do a little bit differently. We're going to talk about the four-month developmental everything. So we're going to talk baby on the back and on the belly, whereas at three months, we kind of split it up into tummy time and um, supine. So um, first, we're going to talk about baby on the back. All right, so baby on the back. This is This is really cool. So as you can imagine, like we talked about last time, baby is on a flat, firm surface with no intervention other than motivation from parent, guardian, or um, whoever's around the baby in that moment, sitter, doesn't matter. Um, so baby hanging out at three months, baby's going to lift arms and legs, and the baby belly is going to be firm and starting to produce intra-abdominal pressure. So now at four months, baby's going to start grasping at things when on the back. 
And the grasp is going to be a little bit different. So if you look at your hand, the baby is going to start grasping from the pinky side. So babies' brains actually develop this way. They will start to feel things starting on the pinky side, and then later the pincer grasp, meaning between index and thumb, that will develop later. But if you're looking at your palm, the brain literally develops from pinky to thumb, which is why babies will grasp at things feeling on the pinky side first. Very cool. Okay. And this is a voluntary grasp. So this is, this is not just swiping at things. This is, Hey mom, dad, I really want this toy. I'm going to grasp it. And it's like a full palm type grasping, starting with the pinky side. So the pincer grasp, again, that's later, that's around six months. Um, but around this time, it's just the full, the full palm kind of grasping. Okay. Also while baby is on the back, there will be more contact between the two feet. So when the legs are up, baby's just playing in an exercise um, gym type thing with toys overhead, baby will be able to put the bottoms of the feet together and also kind of move the feet in coordination, which also is very cool. So prior to this, we called that movement holokinetic movement, meaning the arms and legs are just kind of flailing around with no like intention. So now this is not holokinetic movement. This is the legs are becoming more coordinated and the arms are grasping at things. So the brain, you can really start to see the brain developing for intention, which is very, very cool. So every month we're going to be building on this intention. Um, so yeah. Okay. So the grasp, let's talk about the grasp reflex for a second. So the palmar reflex, that is the very cute, like the baby's holding your hand reflex. So if you see it, it's very cute when, when parents are taking pictures of their newborn's finger wrapped around their finger or hand wrapped around their finger. And they're saying, Oh, sweet baby's holding my hand. Yes. But baby has no idea that baby's holding your hand because that's the palmar reflex. It's a grasp reflex. Meaning when the palm is stimulated by anything, the palm and the hand are going to just close. That's what that is. Okay. Now around this age, around four months, the palmar grasp reflex should vanish or be completely like very, very weak or completely gone, vanished or weak. And that's because of the intentional grasping. So if baby is starting to learn and the brain is starting to develop on how to grasp items, the grasp reflex has to be gone. I hope that makes sense to you. So the reflex, which is the primitive part of the brain, that has to be gone for the cortical part, part of the brain or intentional part of the brain to override that and to actually want things and to grab them. And this is something that, <laughs> that I test in my office all the time and people ask me like, oh my gosh, you see babies as a chiropractor? It's like, yes, but babies are a bowl of jelly. Like they they don't have fully formed joints yet. So the way that people think of chiropractic and babies is so, so off from what actually takes place, at least in my office. I can't speak for all the chiropractors out there. Um, but in my office, I'm testing things like, is baby lateral grasping at four months? Is baby moving the feet with coordination at four months? Is baby intentionally grabbing things? Is the reflex gone? Like things like that. So every single milestone has diminishing or vanishing 
primitive reflexes. And that is so important for the brain and for future motor patterns. I mean, it's just, it's, it's huge. It's so important. Okay. And then before we move on to the four and a half month pattern on the belly, I want to leave you with this while we're talking about four month baby on the back. I have in my training notes here from um, dynamic neuromuscular stabilization, my training with with that, um, that the quality of the lateral grasp always depends on the spine. Let me read that again. The quality of the lateral grasp depends on the spine. Okay. Did that not just blow your mind? Because it blew mine when I took the course and also right now when I'm rereading my notes. So like, okay, why does that matter to us? What does that mean to to the general public or to my patients like you? This matters because if baby has a compromised spinal position in a bumbo, in an exercaucer, in a Johnny jumper, in a swing, any of these artificial support mechanisms or buckets, okay? So you're going to hear me say buckets a lot. All of those items are a bucket. If baby spends all of the time in a bucket, the spine is compromised and that has ramifications on the way the brain is developing and thus the quality of the grasp. I I know you can't see me, but I just did the arm, like the hand brain explosion motion with my hand. I I hope that resonates with you, how big of a deal this is. And that's why this is so important. This baby-led movement idea is not new. This is not something I made up. This is me just regurgitating what I've seen in practice and what I've seen in my own child um, and what I've learned through my, my years of training. So... I hope that can resonate with you on how stinking cool this is. Ooh, okay. So enough about four months on the back. Let's flip the baby over and talk about that, okay? So we're going to jump ahead a half month, so just a couple weeks now. So now baby is four and a half months chronological age. Okay. So at three months, we had symmetry while baby is on the belly. Okay, meaning both arms come up, both elbows are pushed into the floor, and the neck and head lift, and baby can turn the head both ways. Very symmetrical. At four months, this whole new developmental thing takes place, differentiation, meaning the baby's brain is going to put support into one elbow and the opposite knee and then reach with the free arm. Okay, so let's walk through that. Let's break it down. Baby's on the belly. Let's let's say at three months, right? Baby's arms are up above the head on the floor. Elbows are pushed down, chest and head lift up. That's the three-month pattern. The difference with the four-and-a-half-month pattern is, isn't huge, but it's huge to clinicians such as myself, okay? So you'll notice it once, once we talk about it here. So at four-and-a-half months, baby's on the belly. One arm is going to go up above the head and the elbow is going to push down into the floor. The opposite knee, so if we're if we're lifting the right arm for support, the left knee is going to bend a little bit, kind of like a frog leg type situation. And then the inside, 
of that knee is going to be pushed into the ground at the same time as the right elbow and thus making room for the baby to reach and kind of turn the torso a little bit towards something using the left hand, which is why that grasp is so important in this position because at four and a half months, baby is gonna turn a little bit toward the left and start grasping at things, okay? Baby will be able to do this both sides, but this is what I mean by it's differentiation because it's, again, it's either right arm, left knee, or left arm, right knee. And then whatever arm is free is the way the child will be kind of turning his, his or her attention to. So this is very, very cool. This is a pivotal transition, okay, and, and developmental milestone, which again, pediatricians are not looking at this. And I don't know why it drives me up a wall. So if you're listening and you're a pediatrician, I love you, but you got to look at this pattern. Okay. So, and this is why it's important, the four and a, four and a half month pattern is crucial for our gait, aka walking, crawling, climbing, running, all modes of locomotion. And that's a direct quote from my training. A direct quote. Why? Why is this pattern important? Because it's a, the first contralateral pattern that the brain is seeing and controlling with intention. So what, what do I mean by contralateral? Same thing as what I said, the opposite arm and knee and leg, I mean. So that's what it is. Is I mean, if you think about it, when we're walking, it's the same kind of thing. Opposite arm, opposite leg. If we're crawling, that's a very obvious pattern. That's opposite arm, opposite leg. But this is the first time that baby is doing this. And it is huge. And it should not be ignored. So what's new, right? So, okay, so it's very subtle. Maybe you won't see it a ton, but the muscles are new here. The muscle pull is new. So like all of the weight, all of the support is gonna be on one arm and one leg instead of both arms. The spine is kind of turning a little bit toward, toward um, the object that the baby is trying to grab. The front muscles or the ventral musculature on the front of the baby, those muscles are being activated in a new way for the first time. The shoulder and hip, those are being, those are being supported and um, stabilized for the first time in a new way. And this is the very first support on the lower extremity. So before, when we put baby on tummy time, the legs weren't really doing anything at three months. They really weren't. They're just kind of hanging out. A lot's happening in the belly and a lot's happening on the upper arms and the neck and the in the mid back but this this four and a half month pattern this is the first time the lower legs or the lower extremities the legs and buns and hips are being loaded and supported and stabilized so these muscles are just getting going this is why again this is so important to not put your baby in different things um, that are supporting the hips and putting the hips in a compromised position before the baby is doing even this. Notice there's no weight on the feet still, still. So we should not be standing our babies at four and a half months. There's also no sitting yet. Baby, baby cannot sit yet. So we shouldn't be sitting our babies yet because it's, it's telling the brain how to move the hips before the hips can move on their own and before the hips can be stabilized on their own. Okay, I'm ranting. I'm getting a little ranty right now but I'm just, I'm heated. I'm a little sweaty about it. 
um, because four and a half months is like, is one of my favorites. This is a huge, this is huge for um, kiddos that have cerebral palsy, muscular dystrophy, autism spectrum disorder, anything of that nature that can manifest as um, any kind of musculoskeletal delay. When I see a four and a half month old baby do this pattern, I can say confidently that the baby is healthy, that the baby will be able to walk in the brain. So the brain can do contralateral patterns. That's not a guarantee saying baby will walk. It's saying that baby has the, the mental capacity to do contralateral patterns such as walking. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Um, as a clinician, again, this is a very, very big milestone. And in fact, I actually just saw one of my sweet, sweet patients brought her baby girl in yesterday, actually. And I told her, I'm like, okay, I'll see you around four and a half months. Um, and you know, that's our next milestone. She's like, oh, interesting. Why four and a half months and not four months? And that's because of this pattern, this contralateral pattern is so important. And I just, I love seeing it. Okay. So before we wrap up the four and a half slash four month patterns in this podcast today, I wanted to take a step back and I had a couple of questions about when I say chronological age and like what to look for in a premature baby or, you know, things like that. So let's talk preemie babies for just a second. So premature babies will look like they are delayed. And here's why. So like at three months of chronological age for a premature baby, that might actually only be, depending on how early the baby was, like two months developmentally and men like cognitively, neurologically could be about two months. Again, if baby's like four weeks early, baby's really only two. I hope that makes sense. So like we're going full term baby. That's what I'm talking about in this podcast is full term baby and then chronological age off of that. But if your baby's premature and you're noticing that baby isn't doing these milestones yet, just be patient. Don't freak out. This is That's very, very natural. Babies will look delayed if they are born early because again, developmentally, neurologically, they're still very, very young. So it kind of evens out after about a year, but these, these milestones have a little buffer with premature babies. I also wanted to touch base on um, kiddos that aren't the first child and how they develop. So typically, subsequent children will develop a little bit faster because they're seeing so much more motivation around them all the time. Um, this is true also for kiddos in daycare or, you know, kiddos that are stimulated by kiddos that are doing other things. So if your child is, say, doing a four and a half month pattern at four months, that is not, that is not reason to freak out. However, if your child is, um, and I'm going to poke fun at one of my friends right now because she just texted me a couple days ago about her four month old that is trying to get on um, like elbows and knees, which isn't even a true mo like motor developmental pattern. Um, and <laughs> so if your baby's like four months old and trying to get on elbows and knees, um, yeah, politely knock her down. That's That was my advice to my friend and um, that would be my advice to you. So there is such a thing as developing too quickly, which can have negative effects on development overall. And then there also is obviously such a thing as developing too slowly as well. 
Okay. So I would say there's a little buffer on every single milestone, but I'm just going off of my training and what those milestones say um, to me. And like in my office, what I'm testing and what I'm seeing mostly around those ages. If you have any serious questions about, you know, your child and the age and, and what baby is or isn't doing, and if you're concerned, please feel free to reach out to me. So no hesitation on that whatsoever. All right. So we just went over four months through four and a half months, basically until five months. <laughs> and we talked about baby on the back and how it's different from the earlier three-month pattern and baby on the tummy and how that is so important for the brain for future locomotion patterns like walking, running, climbing, crawling, all of those things, and how it's so different than tummy time. Um, again, we also talked about the lateral grasp and how it's super important for the brain as well and how that can be um, dependent on the spine, which is absolutely insane. I, I'm still on that. Um, so yeah, if you have any questions, again, please feel free to reach out to me. You can find me at jordanspineandrehab.com on Facebook or on Instagram at jordanspineandrehab. And again, my name is Lauren, and thank you so much for being here. Um, next week, we're going to talk about, again, I think I say this every time, but one of my favorite milestones, which is the five-month milestone. Can't wait. See you next week. for listening to this podcast. You can find me, Dr. Lauren Jordan, with Jordan Spine and Rehab Center on Facebook or on Instagram at Jordan Spine and Rehab. Talk to you soon.